Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. I don't know what time it is where you are, wherever you're listening to this podcast, but I do know that I'm very thankful that you're listening to the All Our Ways podcast. I'm Noah Heron, and I'm so excited to jump right in to today's episode. Today, we're going to be talking about five things that great leaders consistently do. Now, before you uh, rebuttal that topic, before you come back and say, hey, Noah, I think that great leaders do more than five things, I, I would say that you're right. I think that there are probably a lot of things that you could add to this list. But I was making some observations in my own life, some of the best leaders that I've been around, some of the best leaders that I'm around on a consistent basis. And there are some things that are very different about those leaders. They have different talents, they have different characteristics, they're different numbers on the Enneagram. Um, shout out to the Enneagram lovers. But I've noticed that all of them share these five things. There are probably more than just these five things, like I said, but these five things really have stood out to me about great leaders. Number one, a great leader asks great questions. You can tell who the best leader in the room is many times by just listening to the questions that are asked. I was recently at a conference where there was a breakout session, kind of a mini session with many of the uh, what you would consider the best leaders that were there were invited to this small breakout session and we were learning from a phenomenal leader. And just sitting in the room, spending about 30 minutes as 10 or 12 other guys began to ask questions, I could just tell by the quality of question how great of a leader that person was. And here is why it's so important to ask great questions. Great questions, um, they allow you to understand people better, right? They they allow you to understand people better so that you can ultimately lead them better. But great questions, they also show that you have a real interest in other people. And unless you've established trust with the people that you're trying to lead, most of the time you don't lead them for very long. And a great way to establish trust with somebody is to ask great questions, to show that you care, to uh, care about the things that are going on in other people's lives. And so um, I've learned very quickly from leaders in my life that even through a simple but profound question, not only do I learn, but I show people that I care and ultimately people want to follow someone who is always learning and always caring. So ask great questions. Don't just ask the obvious question. Think about questions that will provoke something uh, provoke a new answer. You know, when I'm around great leaders that I know are always being asked questions, I want to ask something that's different. I don't want to get the same regurgitated answer that they that they answer everywhere they go because they're always going and they're always pouring out. I want to ask something that makes them go, hmm. You know, I, I want to ask something that makes them think. And oftentimes I've found that asking those questions also helps you stick out in their minds and once it makes them want to be around you more. So ask great questions. Number two, something that all great leaders do consistently is they are early. They're early. Time is many people's most valuable 
resource. So we should treat it like gold, right? Don't just be on time. Uh, maybe you grew up with a mom like me who said being on time was actually being late. Uh, being on time in my household was always be five minutes early, be 10 minutes early, um, be early. If, if time is the people that you are leading, if it's their most valuable resource, show them that it's your most valuable resource too, that their time matters to you. Be early, be prepared, be ready to go at the time that you said you were ready to go. This sounds like basic. This sounds very basic, very surface level, but I promise you being consistently early, being consistently ready before others, it shows your team that you care. It builds that trust and people want to follow someone who's early. So be early. Number three, smile a lot. Now, this is again, something that I feel like is something that should happen naturally, but um, I don't think that we always are paying attention to the facial expressions that we're making. Uh, I had a really bad habit of this when I first got into ministry is you could read what I was thinking by looking at my face. So sometimes that was really good if what I was thinking was good. And there would be other times when I was questioning what was going on or I was questioning something that was just said and my facial expression showed it and it was a uh, major hole in my leadership. Something I've learned from the leaders in my life that I look up to is that smiling is contagious, that it leads to more sm more smiling, and that smiling can actually change culture slowly but surely in your church or in your business or on your team. You want to smile until they smile back. Smiling it is something that is so easy. Everyone can do it, but very few people take advantage of it. Um, this episode is not to pat myself on the back. I'm growing in all of these areas, but uh, the power of the smile was brought up to me just this weekend. I was preaching at a conference in a church. I was there for three days, and um, I got a text this morning. Today's Monday, so the day I got home from one of the pastors and leaders of this amazing church. And he simply said, hey man, thanks for your smile. And uh, I said, what do you mean? He said, every time we saw you throughout the weekend, you had a smile on your face and it really challenged me to smile more. Your joy was contagious. Um, people notice when you smile, even when you don't always feel like smiling. I'm not saying be fake. But I do think that you can find something, you can find something to smile about, especially when you're a leader. You want to lead with joy. You want to lead with optimism. You want to create that optimistic culture. So that starts with small things like making sure you're smiling. Smile more. Number four, things that consistently great leaders do. Number four, refuse to speak bad of others. I cannot cannot reiterate this one enough. Refuse to speak bad of others. A leader who speaks bad of others is a leader that will soon lose the trust of the people following them. Has someone hurt your feelings? Has someone said something about you? Has someone not done the job they were supposed to? Find something nice to say anyways, okay? Smile but refuse to speak badly of other people. I've seen this play out so many different times. This is what it says to your team, to the people that you're trying to lead when you speak bad of others. It says, 
I wonder, this is their thoughts, I wonder if he also speaks bad of me when I'm not here. Uh, it puts this pressure on your team that if they are not perfect, if they don't live up to your expectations at all times, that you're just going to drop them like a bad habit. And again, going back to the trust that is necessary to effectively lead well and to lead well over time, um, speaking bad of others is is an absolute death blow to your leadership. Maybe you're listening and you're like, well, how do I hold people accountable? You know, like, like if someone has not done the job they're supposed to, or if someone has said something that they shouldn't have, like how do I keep, that is stuff that you do one-on-one. You have conversations with them, you address the issue, you smile a lot in that meeting, you try to correct the problem and, and speak life into that person and encourage them to do it better the next time. But you never have that conversation with someone who's not involved. It is the quickest way to lose your trust, lose your credibility, and ultimately tank your leadership. Number five, the last one we'll talk about today on the list of five things great leaders consistently do is great leaders are generous. Be generous. In a world where helping people is popular, only if they won't get get ahead of you, right? That's kind of the way of the day. It's like, I'll help you until you get close to being as good as I am. Like, like I'll support you just enough so that you're not better than me, right? That's kind of the way the world works right now. That's really popular. If you're a leader who helps above and beyond, who is generous in the way that they help, who is generous in the way that they seek to empower others, you will always find favor wherever you go. Um, I've learned over the years that the scarcity mindset that comes along with leaders who only want to help people to a certain extent, right? That's called a scarcity mindset. Somewhere deep down, you believe that there is not enough out there, not enough success, and not enough opportunity, uh, you know, and not enough to build for all of us. And so that's the lie that you believe that if you share some success that you won't have as much. And that really becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? If you believe that there's not enough out there for you, eventually there won't be enough out there for you. Um, That scarcity mindset will affect your leadership and people will see right through you. They'll see that you're really out for yourself. Uh, Great leaders are always out to help others. There's one particular leader in my life that I've watched do this, be generous with their advice, be generous with helping. Um, And they have helped rivals, competitors, people that you would think they shouldn't help from a strategic perspective because it could ultimately hurt this leader. And yet this person has been so open-handed, they've helped, they are uh, extremely successful businessmen in a very competitive field, and they're always helping other people who do the same thing as them. You know what's happened? That person has developed such a phenomenal reputation, even amongst his competitors, that nobody has a bad thing to say about him. In fact, he has positioned himself as like the Yoda of his field, and it has not only led to more opportunity, it has led to his his business's competitors desiring to help him back. 
and um, the success that he has deposited into other people has come back times 10. That's not the reason he's doing it, but it has worked out that way. Why? Because he's been a generous leader. So those are the five things that um, are really speaking to me that great leaders do consistently. I hope that it's an encouragement to you that it'll be something that maybe you can um, try to implement more even this week and that uh, ultimately you can become a better leader, whether that is in the church, outside of the church, wherever you are. We'll see you next week.